Hello there, it's Mr. Damon, and I've got a joke for you. Have you ever seen the movie Constipated? It hasn't come out yet. Get it? Ha! Well, I hope you had a fantastic day today. Stop and think for a moment. What's one thing that you're thankful for today? Do you know that when we think about what we're thankful for, it makes us feel better? It's true. It's called being grateful. And it's the way Jesus created us to live. In today's story about people from the Bible that are overlooked and forgotten, we are going to learn about a group of people called judges. Not the judges who wear long black robes, sit in a big wooden desk inside of a courtroom, swinging a gavel around, yelling, innocent or guilty. No, these judges were leaders in Israel a long time ago. And these judges did amazing things. And, mm, gonna be honest, some not so great things too. After leading the Israelites into the promised land, Joshua, now an old man, died and went to be with Jesus in heaven. Israel needed a new leader, so God raised up 12 different leaders, or judges, to help guide the people. The judges were both men and women. They came from different backgrounds. Some were soldiers, some prophets, and some were even business people. Some judges led Israel for a long time, and some for only a few years. But what you probably don't know is that each story in the book of Judges begins and ends the exact same way. Here's how it went. Things start bad, turn good, and then end bad again. Here is how it would go. The Israelites would turn their back on God. Sin would start to ruin their lives. Then they would ask God to forgive them. And God would by sending a judge to help them. And everything would go great as long as the judge was alive. But as soon as the judge died and went to be with Jesus, the Israelites would tell God to talk to the hand again, and the cycle would start all over. Here are the stories of my two favorite judges. Are you ready? You excited? I sure hope so. The first is a woman named Deborah, and the second is a judge named Gideon. After rejecting God again, the Israelites asked him to forgive them, and of course he did. God's heart goes out to them, and he sends them a woman named Deborah to be their next judge. Deborah is a strong prophetess and Israel's main spiritual leader. When the people wanted to know what they needed to do, they would go see Deborah, and God would show her what to say to them. That's what prophets do. She was like Israel's pastor, president, and Supreme Court judge all rolled into one. Deborah was awesome. Well, one day, an evil king named Sisera marched his massive army to attack Israel. When Deborah heard Sisera and his troops were on the way, she told Israel's top general named Barak exactly what to do. Here's the plan, Deborah told him. Even though our army is itsy-bitsy-teeny-tiny compared to Sisera's, don't be afraid. 
God is going to protect us and do a miracle for us. But the general was nervous and told Deborah, Uh, the only way I'm going to go stand up against Sisera the bully is if you go with me. Deborah probably thought, Sheesh, do I have to do everything myself? All right, she agreed. I will help you lead the army too. And that's exactly what she did. Deborah led Israel's little army up against Sisera's gigantic force. And God did a miracle for Israel. He helped Israel win. And when Sisera tried to run away, another woman named Jael found him and defeated him once and for all. How cool is that? God used two strong, confident women to rescue Israel from a massive enemy army. God gave Israel peace the entire time that Deborah led them. But as soon as she died and went to be with Jesus, what do you think happened? That's right. The Israelites turned their back on God again and began living selfishly, hurting themselves and others. As we know, nothing good ever happens when we live selfishly and only do what we feel like doing. After Deborah, the Israelites got into serious trouble again because they refused to listen to God. They decided that they didn't need him. And as a result, another evil king sent his massive army of over 135,000 soldiers to invade Israel. And finally, the Israelites asked God to help them. And of course, he answered their prayers because he loved them by sending the next judge to help them. Only this judge may have been the most unlikely hero ever. His name was Gideon, and Gideon was a scaredy cat. He was so scared of the bad guys, he hid from them in a hole in the ground. Church kids, I'm not making this up. It's true. Does that sound like a superhero to you? It doesn't to me. So... Why did God choose Gideon to be Israel's next judge? Because God loves using ordinary people like you and me and Gideon to do great things. One day, God spoke to Gideon and said, I want you to fight the massive enemy army with only 300 Israelite soldiers. Don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. Uh, excuse me, Gideon responded. You want me to fight 135,000 mean, angry, terrifying enemy soldiers with only 300 people? God, that's impossible. I know, God smiled. I love doing impossible things. And you're going to love my plan. Gideon listened as God shared his plan for rescuing the Israelites. After God finished talking, Gideon shook his head and said, Well, that is impossible, God. But I remember the miracle that you did through Deborah. And God, I do believe that you can do anything. 
Let's do this. So Gideon and his tiny band of 300 soldiers grabbed torches, trumpets, you heard me right, I said trumpets, and snuck around the gigantic enemy army while they were fast asleep. Then, on the count of three, the Israelites lit their torches, blew their trumpets, and shouted, For the Lord and for Gideon as loud as they could. Everyone in the enemy camp woke up at once, and in that moment, God caused the enemy army to begin fighting itself. They started battling each other instead of Gideon, and they fought each other until there was no one left. God did the impossible again and used Gideon to do an incredible miracle. God rescued Israel again, even though they had rejected him over and over. Why would he do that, church kids? Because nothing we do will ever make God stop loving us. Well, the Israelites followed God while Gideon was alive. But as soon as Gideon died and went to be with Jesus in heaven, what do you think happened? You guessed it. The Israelites stopped trusting God and started hurting each other, and the cycle started all over again. But through it all, God kept loving his people. Why does Jesus keep loving us when we do things we know are wrong? Because love is who Jesus is. He doesn't love you because you obey and do everything right. If that was the case, he would have never rescued the Israelites time after time after time after time using the judges. God loves you because he made you. You are his daughter. You're his son. His love for you will never stop, never run out, or go away. And just like God chose ordinary women and men like Deborah and Gideon to do impossible things, he wants to use you to help thousands and millions of people too. If someone tells you, you're just a girl, you can't do big things, don't believe them. And remember Deborah, the judge, general, and prophet who led an entire nation. If you ever feel scared and wish you could hide in a hole in the ground, it's okay. Remember Gideon, who God changed from a scaredy cat into a leader, and then asked Jesus to do the same thing for you. The judges teach us another very important lesson. Life works best when we follow Jesus. When we live selfishly, it hurts us and others. So instead of acting like the Israelites and doing what we know is wrong, let's learn from their mistakes and let Jesus' love help us do what is right the first time. I believe this. Jesus' love is growing so big on the inside of you. When you feel like doing something you know is wrong, He is going to help you choose to do what is right. 
And when you do make poor choices, remember that Jesus loves you just as much as before. Let's ask Jesus to help us learn from the judges. Say this after me, Jesus, thank you for always loving me. You never give up on me and are always with me. Will you help me to live each day following you? I don't want to live by my feelings or my selfish desires like the Israelites did. Will you help me help others like Deborah and Gideon? You made me a leader who serves others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You belong to Jesus and he loves you so much. You are not going to live like the Israelites in the book of Judges. I believe you are going to walk with Jesus every day. And when you do make poor choices, because all of us do, you are going to remember that he still loves you just as much and quickly take his hand and keep following him. I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. Have a wonderful night's sleep. And we can't wait to see you tomorrow. Good night.